No. Guys, this that red bum shit. Fuck how you come shit. Better keep your gun, bitch. Fuck where you from, bitch. Playing you get stoned, bitch. We on that dumb shit. And fuck Donald Trump, bitch. That NBA shit, huh? And we're back. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Sunday, October 20th. This is Season 5, Episode 39, The B-Block. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel, I'm doing good. I'm coming at you, as usual, from uh, Brooklyn, New York. Um... Where it is raining cats and dogs right now, I just want to say. Nice, I guess. Um, and I think that, you know, if it's all right with you in this B block, I'll launch us right into our main topic for tonight. Yeah, which go. Is a real doozy. Yeah, we'll, and we'll probably see. Probably <laughs> well beyond our pay grade, let's just say. <laughs> right. The complexities and scope of which are like beyond our ability as sports journalists to cover, okay? I'm not a journalist, but okay. <clears throat> well, no, we're sports journalists. I mean, okay. as much as anybody on fucking ESPN is, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> they can't even write copy. Right. Yeah. Garbage. Uh, anyway, uh, and that topic, of course, is the NBA in China. Mm-hmm. Um, the NBA continues to struggle with its relationship with the nation and the government of China. After Houston Rockets GM Daryl Morey, 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 Morey. Mm-hmm. Morey tweeted and then deleted a message of support for the protesters in Hong Kong, the mainland Chinese government responded by canceling events involving NBA teams and players, refusing to broadcast NBA games in China, and leaning on brands by threatening uh, disruption of production. As we've discussed before, the NBA has largely staked its future on entering the Chinese media markets, and basketball is certainly one of, and if not the, most popular sport in China, along with soccer, ping pong, and old people doing that weird Tai Chi shit in the park every night. (laughs) They love that. Yeah. They're really into it. Yeah. Uh, NBA superstar and uh, de facto leader of players, LeBron James, complicated the situation by publicly calling out Maury. Maury? No, Maury. Saying he didn't think that the general manager was educated on the issue. Um, and that he didn't think, he being Maury, didn't think about the tweet and who it could affect. LeBron has received pushback from his comments and has been accused of kowtowing to the anti-democratic Chinese government and of putting his own money interests ahead of human rights in Hong Kong. So the question is, should the NBA bow to their Chinese overlords? I don't know. I think that money is number one, right? Everyone is going to be reacting to profit lines. And as soon as, and the Chinese government knows this. And as soon as China was able to threaten the NBA's profits, the NBA changed course. And they knew that immediately. I want to highlight that Mori deleted that tweet really quickly after he 
posted it. And that the NBA and Commissioner Adam Silver, as well as the president of the Houston Rockets, whose name I do not know, came out very quickly and said, Morley does not speak for us. We do not share these uh, views. I, but, well, not, go, not Silver. Yeah, Silver, he did. He? he said, like, Morley does not speak for the NBA. Maybe. Okay. I think he said Morley doesn't speak for the NBA, but I think in the same breath he was like, there's no, I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with what he said. Like, the NBA is not in the in the business of policing free speech. Or uh, okay. So do you think Silva is trying to walk a tightrope here? Uh, I think that Silver, in a way, I think that he kind of gave lip service support while washing his hands of the entire issue. And I don't think that, like, I don't think the NBA had much of a choice in that matter. What are they going to say? Like, we're going to restrict the free speech of our employees? Like, that's some NFL shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right. Especially for a league that has made its name on being progressive on these sorts of issues over the last several years. Right. I mean, yes and no, right? This league has made its name on sneakers. True. Not, like, free speech, if we're being honest. Sneakers. It's made its name on sneakers, and sneakers, sneakers are made in China. Right, for five cents an hour. Right. Or whatever. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. Um, the other... I don't know. There's so many ways we can go with this. Let's let's talk about what's going on in Hong Kong right now. What are the folks in Hong Kong protesting against the Chinese government? Uh, okay. You want me to answer that question? Yeah. Or are you yeah. Gonna answer I think it you or... you do it because I think you've got a better grasp on this issue than I. <laughs> okay. It's kind of complicated, um, and it's like really there's a lot of layers to it. So. The protests started over this bill that was introduced um, by Chinese supporters under the guise of uh, it's like a law and order bill that would allow the extradition of people suspected of crimes that, uh, if convicted, would mean they got a seven years or more prison sentence. It would allow citizen like suspects be they chinese citizens citizens of hong kong anybody they'd be allowed to be extradited to mainland china to be tried in the courts in china rather than the courts in hong kong and the courts in china and the courts in hong kong it's a different legal system uh because of the semi-autonomous nature of the kind of city-state of hong kong within the republic of china right Um, it was a British colony until the 90s when uh, the UK gave control of Hong Kong over to China, kind of with the quid pro quos that Hong Kong would remain semi-autonomous. Right. And also like, oh, we invaded and colonized your land over opium sales. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
real British. It was a real British thing to do. Yeah. Uh, uh, so anyway, uh, that that's the bill that has everybody in the uproar. Um, so am I correct in saying that this bill could be used by the Chinese government to essentially crack down on free speech in Hong Kong? Well, that's the concern, right, is that uh, China, the Chinese government has a um, history of attacking their political opponents, especially people, for example, protesters or critics of the Chinese government by nailing them on non-political related trumped up um, uh, crimes. Um, and Chinese, the Chinese court system is not super uh, impartial. They're very partial. Uh, and have a very, very high conviction rate. Um, there's not a lot of due process. Right. So critics of the bill are afraid that China would be able to use this bill to get at political um, critics of the Chinese regime in Hong Kong, of which there are a lot, because uh -huh. these people in Hong Kong, they're Chinese citizens, um, Hong Kong has kind of a lot of, uh, there's just, there's a lot of money there. So it kind of has a, a loud, um, it's like, a, it's a good platform for critiquing China. Um, and people are afraid that China is like going to use this bill to wipe out their opposition, uh, not even opposition critics in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. Um, they also... Uh, so there's that, and they had protests about that, um, which at first started largely with the intention of being peaceful. The mm -hmm. Hong Kong police, um, the leader of Hong Kong is very pro-China, um, a puppet leader, if you will. Okay. Um, and so is the police force. And so the police responded to these uh protest very aggressively um, and violently with tear gas and uh, rubber bullets and, you know, batons and everything. And so that kind of exacerbated the protest situation because now the protests are about this bill, but they're also about like police brutality and Chinese police state and, and all of these larger issues that citizens of Hong Kong see in mainland China and are like, concerned about their own future mm -hmm. uh, as their kind of freedoms uh for lack of a better word uh like political leniencies start slipping away so that and, kind of is in a nutshell what's going right. on and so then we get the nba involved in this and it was the preseason of the nba and Many basketball players, LeBron James included, were in China for these exhibition games. And this right. is a huge deal, right? We've talked before. Clay Thompson is a, a celebrity in China. Um, Kobe Bryant still is huge in China. The Houston Rockets themselves are a huge popular team in China because of Yao Ming, who is now the president of the Chinese Basketball Association. Right. 
He's probably the tallest president in the world. I don't trust him at all. Uh, Yeah. Joel's least trusted political entity is Yao Ming. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and one thing that I thought was interesting was, and I don't know, again, I have no idea how much of this is Chinese state-run media propaganda and how much of it is authentic, probably a little bit of both. The Chinese people did not seem to like the NBA, anyone associated with the NBA, criticizing their country or their government's policies. Right. Okay. I also would like to say, I feel like we should have said this at the beginning. Oh, yeah. This tweet that kind of started this whole thing out, Mm -hmm. it said, I stand with Hong Kong. Okay. It's not. That was it. That's all he tweeted. Right. This is like, you know. He's the GM of the Houston Rockets. Like, this isn't LeBron James. This isn't any, like, I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's last name. You know what I mean? Like, he's not, he's not really in the public eye so much. And all he said is, I stand with Hong Kong. And it's like, the fallout from that tweet has been so huge. And, you know, it would have been much smaller if China had not, done anything about it i think that's a good point yeah yeah because by responding so intensely to it they got that tweet in front of millions and billions more people than it would have been in front of to begin with and like now idiots like me are actually googling wait what is actually happening in hong kong right exactly yeah daryl morley though just as an aside he, you know, he's been the GM of the Houston Rockets for a while, and he has been one of the front runners along with Hinky. I forget Hinky's first name, who used to be the GM of the Philadelphia 76ers. He's the big proponent of like the money ball revolution in basketball. So it's so it's all we do is drive to the lane and shoot threes. We do nothing else. And then on the offseason, we we just try to acquire as many draft picks as possible. And we just hoard draft picks for later down uh, in the years. And I think it's debatable how uh, successful that's been. Um, but Maury is, you know, kind of this radical believer in those two philosophies. Right. So, you know, so, so I think I bring that up because I think he – in his own mind, sees himself as this kind of uh, trendsetter or, you know, he's a kind of NBA visionary, you know? Free thinker. Yeah, exactly. Radical free thinker. Right. Yeah. I think that one's... And the other thing is, it's the Houston Rockets, who are, along with probably the Lakers, the biggest team in China. Right. Mm -hmm. They have the longest beard length of any team right and i really it's don't all on james harden's face I, yeah i don't like that guy right uh, way too tall <laughs> way too tall <laughs> can't judge tall man sam can't judge tall man yep so but then you have the next element of this drama you know so lebron pushes back against Moy's tweets yeah and then people start asking uh, players and, and coaches about it, and both Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr, who have been outspoken frank critics of the Trump administration for years now, they both 
don't side with Moi. They both kind of step back and are like, well, we don't know about that. This is a complicated issue. Right. Right. Saying things without saying anything. Exactly. But so now the NBA is getting additional flack for, okay, you guys are so progressive and outspoken and you encourage your teams and uh, your players and coaches to be outspoken on certain social and political issues. But we see, you know, when when the rubber hits the road and the money's at stake, now we see you. This is what you did. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. uh, What is Silver? Adam Silver? Yeah. Jeremiah Silver? No. Um, What? Yeah. (laughs) The commissioner of basketball, without giving a number, had said that the revenue losses from this situation with China, which has only been going on for like, what, two weeks? Yeah. Have already been, quote, substantial. Yeah, Um, I saw that. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting, right? Because, like, the Chinese government has this incredible flex ability on this American institution. Mm -hmm. And they, like, it's kind of like what I'm thinking is that this situation will shine a light on actual how much influence China has on uh, American business and, you know, athletic institutions, all of this stuff, because China has the ability to control all of the money in China, which is something that other governments don't have the power to do. And it's like, I think it's probably driving Donald Trump insane because like everyone talks shit about him all the time and he can't do anything about it except for like misspell shit on Twitter. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> know the name but, of his unsecretary of defense. But, but one guy, like one like front Chairman. office administrator who nobody knows sends one tweet, tweet that says I I I'm with Hong Kong. And the Chinese government like makes all of these people who are like longtime critics of Donald Trump just immediately fall yeah. into line. Like yeah. we're talking about LeBron James. Like right. that guy's he like kind Trump, of untouchable. He called and, Trump like, a bum on Twitter and it got right. Trump to actually shut the fuck up. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> and he like in a second was like put in his place because that's where they make his sneakers. You know what I mean? And like the Chinese government has the ability to like shut that shit down, you know? And uh, it's, it's really, it's kind of terrifying and not something that like, I guess I probably, if someone was like, so do you think China owns the NBA? And I thought about it and I would, I would probably be like, yeah, probably China owns the NBA, but it's not something that was like in the forefront of my brain. Right. So let me, let me play a little devil's advocate because honestly, I don't know how I feel about this situation. Like I can, I go back and forth a lot, but let me, let me put this argument out there and see. You're pro China. I think I, I, yeah, sure. Why not? Joel Wright. Hashtag China. Right, because they're so short over there. <laughs> yeah, no, really, I'm pro Japan because <laughs> they're short. Or, like, possibly the Nepalese. I think the Nepalese are short people also. Right. Uh, <laughs> Chinese people aren't that short, I which mean, is a weird stereotype to make. I've been to China. They're pretty short. 
Are they short? <laughs> I mean, shorter than me. But, okay, well, most people always say I'm... Um, all right, wait, now you know what the fuck I get. Okay, so is there something to the thought that it's one thing for the NBA to allow its players to critique our own government, and it's a different thing um, to allow them to critique a foreign government in the sense that the American government or the American system of laws is, in theory, accountable to them as American citizens, whereas the Chinese system of government is not held accountable to them because they're not Chinese citizens. Right, but they have so many financial investments in China. Uh Like, I feel like that alone makes it, like, they should be, they should be able to, like, stand up and be like, yeah, I'm 100% with China on this issue with Hong Kong. Because I'm not with China on this issue with Hong Kong. I see like very clearly that this issue is like going to make it. It's like the first step in China's complete dominance of Hong Kong, which, you know, probably is inevitable. But the fact is, is that like if they're able to like remove all of their political critics from that area. And it's not just Hong Kong. It's a. Macau and Taiwan too. Right. Well, oh. Taiwan, Taiwan's a different country, right? Oh, really? Yeah. No, they are. They they are not like part of China. Well, neither. I mean, well, I gotta go back to this article. The yeah, point no. is, is that like this bill allows them to essentially do take anyone that they that doesn't agree with them and silence them. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the first step to doing whatever the fuck they want to with Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one can stop them. And, like, all, like, their critics, like, you see what they've done to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like, anyone who's critical of China gets, like, they don't hesitate to, like, shut that shit down. Right, they've got zero, zero uh, tolerance for that stuff. Right. And... Yeah. <clears throat> You know, I'm a big proponent of free speech. Like, this podcast wouldn't exist without it, you know? And it's... <laughs> it's, uh... I think that... I think that it's, like... Um... I guess cowardly is not the word. But I feel like it's hard for... You know, I feel like people like LeBron James and... um You know, Steve Kerr, the NBA in general, who have like these really intense financial investments with the government of China, have to be able to like really examine that and own it and Mm -hmm. not just be like, oh, well, I, you know, I'm not going to really speak to that because I don't really know about it or it doesn't really have to do with like the things that I believe in or it's like these issues are not my issues. It's like, those issues are your issues because so much of your money is coming from there or going into there and you have to be able to like look that in the face and own it, you know? Okay, yeah. So would you hold the same standards for like the CEO of Apple? 
Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, the CEO of Nike, like, yeah, in, in a perfect well, I, feel like, book. I feel like Nike is like long, long, long ago been like, yeah, no, we're terrible people. That's just what we do. Like, right. we make boss speakers, uh, sneakers. Do you want them or you don't want them? Like, right. I got you know lot. you want them. Yeah. We're terrible. I just bought another pair last week. Right. Uh, go Ducks. Uh. <laughs> right, and that's fine. You know, if LeBron James wants to do that, then he's, you know, whatever. That, you know, but he, you know, he shouldn't just be like, oh, I don't know. That's not really my issue. It's like you have so much money wrapped up in this issue, even if it's indirect. You can't say that, like, I, you know, you can't really say that I, that's not my issue. That's not something that I have to speak on. Or like, I think that we should all like, that's not even true. He said basically that people should shut the fuck up about it. You know? Right. Right. So. I want to reference this uh, Facebook letter that was posted by Joe Tsai, who is the controlling owner of the Brooklyn Nets and is Taiwanese. Uh-huh. Um, we talked about this a little, but he, in his letter, he says, um, what is the problem with people freely expressing their opinion? This freedom is an inherent American value, and the NBA has been very progressive in allowing players and other constituents a platform to speak out on issues. The problem is there are certain topics that are third-rail issues in certain countries, societies, and communities. Supporting a separatist movement in a Chinese territory is one of those third-rail issues not only for the Chinese government, but also for all citizens in China. And we talked a little bit about this off air. Again, I don't know how much of this is authentic and how much of this is him repeating Chinese propaganda speaking points, because it's impossible that this is going to be all Chinese citizens feel the same, right? That's impossible. But I think there is something to the concept of the Chinese citizens are still proud to be Chinese and are pissed the fuck off when NBA, you know, GMs uh, have the audacity to tell them how to run their government. But nobody did. Like, no one said that. The only uh, the guy said was, I stand with Hong Kong. Huh. You know, that's not, that's not uh-huh. like, it's not even a brutal, you know, condemnation. But... <clears throat> Even that, like, oh, I had a really good thing. Damn it. Uh, what was it? I can't remember. Uh, I, I just think, oh, a separatist movement. It's not oh, really yeah. a separatist movement, right? Uh, because it's, <coughs> it's not like they're saying we want more autonomy from China. Right. They're just saying, like, we don't want less autonomy with China. Uh-huh. Like we would like to maintain the amount of autonomy that everyone thus far has agreed upon. Uh huh. And this is clearly a power play from the mainland Chinese government well, trying to. It's not it. even, you know, not even. It's not even like. I mean, yeah, yes, okay, but it's like it's just like a step in the direction of lack of autonomy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's like you know 
we could all believe that the Chinese government has the best interests of the Hong Kong people's freedoms at heart, hypothetically. But, like, even if they don't for, like, a fraction, this is a this bill would be a tool for them to use to censor and encroach on any sort of freedoms that the citizens of Hong Kong might have. In theory, communism works, Sam. Right. Yeah. It makes me actually think about Enos Cantor, the uh, NBA player. He plays for the Knicks now, I think, who uh, is yeah, a dude, Turkish. Yeah, on the Celtics. Oh, is he on the Celtics? Yeah. Was he on the Celtics last year? The Muslims. No, he yeah. was on your team. Yeah, I know. But he's not now he's on the Celtics. I thought we he, traded it to the Knicks. He and was he, on he was on your team in the playoffs last year. That's when I learned about him. Yeah, yeah, no, I knew that, but I knew I I knew that. He was on the Knicks before he came to Portland. There we go. Uh, I got it. I got my facts right now. He went to the Knicks to Portland and now he's on the Celtics. But he has been outspoken uh, critic of the Turkish authoritarian government. Right. To the point where he's lost his Turkish passport and Turkey wants to fucking arrest him. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's like a problem. Like he can't go play in Toronto or something like that because if he leaves the U.S. country, he could get arrested. Really? Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, Senator Ron Wyden, D. Oregon, had to write Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to ask him for Canadian officials to facilitate Cantor's safe passage to and from Canada. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just, I mean. And that's I, Turkey. And that's Turkey, yeah. Right. So imagine, All, like, what China could do. Yes, that's a really good point. I guess my thing is. I still feel like Cantor's situation, like, he is speaking about his own country, right? Like, he is standing up for human rights in his own country. And I do feel like there's a difference between what he has at stake and what the NBA players in talking about China have at stake. Right. Yeah. Which is money. Which is money. Right. Right. I wonder what Jeremy Lin thinks of all this. Right. I think that, I mean, yes, I guess that's true. But, Uh you know, these protesters are, like, getting beaten and in some instances killed in the street. Yeah. And to just be like, eh. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You know, if you're going to be like money is more important than these people's freedoms and lives, then you have to say that, you know. You have to be like, I can't talk about that because I'm going to lose my sneaker company if I do, mm-hmm. you know? Which is what the reality is. Right, which is what the reality is. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, the Morris, the Daryl Morris of the world who don't have sneaker companies should say whatever the fuck they want to, you know? Right. I mean, this is America. Or is it China? Shortly. <laughs> uh, one last thing. I think you, you probably are looking at the same New York Times article that I'm looking at. Uh, according to Adam Silver, the Chinese government asked the NBA to fire 
a team executive who posted on social media in support of pro-democracy protesters. Right. Like, the, the Chinese government actually, like, text, texted Adam Silver and is like, yo, you've got to fire this guy? Right. And he said no. He said no. Yeah. Right. Which, he said there's you know, no chance that's happening. Good. Yeah. Right. But yeah. he definitely didn't, you know, he couldn't be like, okay. <laughs> but what if he did? Right. Well, then, you know, he'd be in the running for the NFL commissioner. There yeah. you go. There you go. That's like they should have. They just should have just called up Roger Goodell. And been like, hey, we need you to fire this GM of a basketball team. And he'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Dude, we're gonna wake up uh, next week, and Yao Ming is gonna be the commissioner of the NBA. Hell, <laughs> 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 boy, he's gonna be in a gulag in Siberia. Yeah, that's gonna yeah. be amazing. Yeah. And then but Donald, it, is, it is interesting the kind of flex that China has on the NBA, and it's kind yeah. of terrifying. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, anything else? We're at uh, we're about that time. Where we at? We're at twenty? No, thirty-three minutes right now. Nice. You uh, said we couldn't do a whole block. Of I was I I I was underestimated. Because um, I don't, I can do it. I don't know. Okay. I just want to buy my sneakers. Right. Yeah. You just like your kicks. Yeah. I don't want to think about all the children working in sweatshops to make my iPhone and my Nike shoes and textiles in general. Well, it's like more than that, though. Like, because it's, you know, Hong Kong is such a huge banking right. hub. Like, the more control the Chinese have over that, the more control they have over the global economy. And it's, you know, and it yeah. has bigger, it has larger implications. Like, all of this shit is, like, kind of serious. Um, and, you know, bears watching, I think, and talking about. Yeah. Well, and and, you know... Maybe we should again, because this is also part of China having this hybrid political and economical system that's combining the controlled state of authoritarian communism with fucking free market capitalism and being, you know, dedicated to investing in foreign markets. Right. And And they own the NBA. And they own the NBA. Because they have 1.4 billion potential customers. Right. That's what they have more than anything else. Yep. It's all about the Benjamins. Yep. Benjamin Buttons. Yeah. And you know. Uh, What? The NBA has an opportunity to like. I don't want to say do the right thing, but they have an opportunity to be like, you know what, China? Fuck you. We don't want to to be broadcasted in your country. Because, like, the flex could go both ways. People fucking love the NBA in China. Yeah, that's that's the question. And the NBA was not willing to make that decision. Right, because of sneakers. Because of sneakers. Right, and LeBron James was not willing to, like, say anything other than... (laughs) 
shut everyone shut up because this is not our issue when it very much is his issue because there's so much money from the nba there exactly yeah once you start excuse me once you start messing with people's money shit gets real fast right yeah but if you if your money is like you know messed up with something you can't say it's not your issue that's all i'm saying i think you should say you shouldn't say it's not your issue but because people say that all the time right that's what happens that's what happens right oh this is another issue so i know this is america and this is the nba and then you know we don't have to right i just happen to own all the diamond mines in the democratic republic of congo nothing else that happens there is my issue right yeah exactly yeah I just happen to like control the cocaine market in Colombia and Venezuela, but nothing else that happens there is my issue. Right. I happen to own all the opium dens in 1908 Hong Kong, but nothing else that happens there is my issue. Right. Right. We'll just give this city back in like a thousand and hundred years. <laughs> give the city back in a hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> We're cool. Hi. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm just going to say uh, email all complaints and questions to Sam this week. Um, thanks so much for listening. Yeah. Uh, be sure to check us out on all your social media platforms. Twitter, you know, which is getting this whole fucking thing going because Twitter itself is a problem. But I'm on Twitter all the time. You can tweet at me, me or the yeah. president. Uh, fans with Hong Kong. That's... Oh, Joel stands with Hong Kong. Yeah, we're uh, gonna tweet that right now, actually. Okay. And great, the Chinese government. Um, thank you for listening. If you're a member of the Chinese government, and thank you for listening. If you're a member of the CIA, also. Right. Uh, follow us on FBI, Twitter. FBI, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and NSA. You know, you hear that little click on the other end of your phone. Facebook, thank you for spying on us also. This is a great dystopian future that we live in. Um, I want to get back to talking about baseball. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. Uh, For Sam, my name is Joel. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. I don't play with, I hate all that fake shit Stunning on my ex, bitch I know she can't stand it Burn on my waist, bitch I be in your neck, bang shit Fuck up on my face, bitch I be in your neck, gang shit